Welcome back to the Owl House Podcast. If you're enjoying this series of reactions, please follow or subscribe to the podcast, and please leave a review for it on whichever audio site you're using. If you want to watch new podcast episodes extra early, check out my YouTube channel, Crowned Cryptid. Thank you! Woohoo! Welcome back to Owl House episode 9. After having power outages and refrigerator problems, we're able to watch this now. <laughs> yeah! Yay. I'm doing a little dance. Those aren't related either. Those are two separate <laughs> Yeah, incidents. no, the refrigerator breaking down was mine. Power outages is Nick's. I'm really excited for my next character arc like that. No, please don't. Please don't jinx it. We can't keep postponing our recordings. I liked that episode way more than I remembered liking that episode. Same. I, I was like looking through the upcoming episodes and I was like, hey, that's a good one. That's a good one. But on this one, I was like, I don't. I barely remember this one. But watching it, like, yeah, it was a fun one. It was really funny. I think it had a lot of good jokes. It had a lot of good jokes. I'm reading the um, extracts from the end of the episode and... God, I, I wish I could see those episodes. Like, Eden revolt raised abominations. Okay, so it says, At 1200 hours, Eden and Clawthorn raised an army of abominations to start a food fight in the cafeteria after a sister Lilith's lunch money was stolen. <laughs> the abominations then gained sentience and revolted against Edelin, forming into one giant abomination and taking over the skill. Edelin, Lilith, and the thief had to form an unlikely alliance to stop the giant abomination from destroying Hexoid. I would watch that oh episode. God. Oh my god. Oh my god, I need that. I need that episode so bad. Yeah, that does just sound like an episode description. Give us flashback Eda episode, please. Oh my gosh, that guy, the, the abomination on the left, it's Sans. No! no. It's Sans Undertale. <laughs> Guys, no. it's Sans! Anyway, it's anyway, <laughs> what did you think of the episode, Tipsy? Oh, okay then. Um, I thought it was a good episode. I wasn't a fan of the main plot of the episode with the whole human appreciation society rubbish. I thought there were lots of funny jokes in the episode. I particularly liked the watch with the eyeball that he would punch when he wanted it to shut up and it would bite him to tell him that instead of ringing. I really enjoyed the plot with Edelin going back to the school and confronting the head teacher about all of the, <laughs> all of the mischief she got up to, especially the graffiti. Mother, no. Yeah, I was gonna say that was that was like my favorite joke in the episode. You're like, why didn't they <laughs> wash that really off? It was really funny. <laughs> it just runs away from you. I don't have any strong thoughts on the character front other than watching Ida go back to school was hilarious. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of the bully character. He just like wasn't. I don't know. I <sighs> like I don't know. It's like he wasn't enjoyable to watch. He was just frustrating to watch. Is, is that? Yeah, and it makes me wonder. Like, is that a good thing? Is that a good writing thing that they're not making really? Because I was gonna say it's like I don't love to hate him. I just hate him. There's a bunch of characters that I can think of from like other series that are like supposed to be bad characters to hate, but I still enjoy their screen time. His screen time, I was like, ugh shut up. Like, but isn't just... that like meta where we can really feel how Gus feels because he hates him? I mean, don't get me wrong. No. I really hated seeing him on screen. It was so annoying. Like, ugh. They're drawing out his character to show us that like, oh, look at him. He's a mean guy. But like, I know. I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, like. I, I didn't think Gus hated him at all. Gus just seemed sort of like indifferent to him at the end of the day and even saved, his, saved him from detention. 
Yeah, that's another thing. We continue the scenes of horror and, like, another, like, kind of monster scene. Like, I mean, even though that wasn't really a monster, it was more so, like, many horror, horrible snakes. But, like, another really cool <laughs> yeah. bit of imagery. I really enjoyed yeah. that part. Yeah, what is it about this show and making the sentimental parts during the hype? Like... They really love doing that. I was going to say, I think this one worked. It wasn't perfect, but it was a little better than usual. Usually they like, like, for instance, like when the bully, uh, he was lying. But like when he did his uh, little speech about being the new kid, I almost believed that was going to be real because of how the show writes those moments. (laughs) But like the, the Gus one at least felt kind of natural to me. And they didn't, like, stop the music and do a sad piano. He just sort of panically said it. Yeah. (laughs) True, true, true. How about you, Tulip? Um, well, the plot in this one is really shallow. I think all the best parts sort of come in around the plot. Like, the school is fun to see. Their weird detention was cool. That was the monster you were talking about. We got to see, like, Willow in plant class for a second and, like, illusions. Illusions save the day in the end, but, you know, it was set up before that. We got to see, like, like Gus's illusion clone. <laughs> that was funny. That was good, yeah. 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 Yeah, the school is kind of its own character, and it got, like, a ton of development this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, when he pulled the alarm alarm bell, and he pulled a tongue, and it just gushed water all over him. Is that, like, supposed to be, like, a sprinklers uh, thing? Yeah, I think so. I just love, I just love all of that stuff. What about me. Nick? Yeah, Nick. I agree with you guys, like, the episode was pretty tropey, like, plot-wise. Edith's stuff was funny, but I, like, I'm trying to think, like, how many episodes have we had that were about Luz's friends, like, Gus and, and Willow? Like, is this only, like, the third one or, like, fourth one? Yeah, and I think it's the first one to star Gus. Particularly yeah, it's definitely the first that. one to star Gus. But I think, despite that, we've had a few of them so far, that, and despite the trophy, trophy, trophy plot here, um, I think this was my favorite out of her friend episode so far. And I like, you know, I like the school, I love the monsters, I love the jokes. Not the most engaging or, like, unique one plot-wise, but it's fun. Yeah. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard-to-recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Tom's turn. All right, so by the end of the episode, I was just doing a little dance because of how happy I was. Oh, I know, you were freaking out. (laughs) (laughs) Like a lot of the other episodes, I feel like this really was saved by my love for Ida. Ida just really, like, took the second half to a better, like, place. So I didn't mind the tropey, like, it wasn't my favorite, but I was like, okay, this is fine. And I thought it was gonna be, like, an okay episode, but once, like, the Ida story came in, now I, like, really enjoyed it, I really loved it, it was very fun. But the jokes all throughout are very funny. Besides the mother no joke, <laughs> they kind of did the similar joke with Gus killing off his illusion. He, he threatened to kill him. He was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like putting a thumb over his neck. It was really funny. I really liked the jokes this episode. Don't forget the one with um, Willow saying, I'll show you which plants are poisonous and then I'll let yes. you touch him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was really funny. I think my one problem that I remember is I feel like Willow's anger subsided too quickly. Like, she didn't even scold Gus at the end. It would have been funny to, like, oh, she opened the detention door and then they got to come out. And then before they all run off into the plant room, 
it would be funny to be like for Will to be like an I told you so kind of friend. Yeah. Trip him with a vine. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's too mean. <laughs> what if she went in and saved him from detention? I wanted to talk about um, while we were watching the episode, like there were those guys who were like sniffing out trouble, literally. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, they yeah. were cool. And uh, they did look cool. Yeah, they had those mm-hmm. upside down skull masks. Yes. Like, was that a mask or was that actually? The I face? can't tell. I <laughs> but I remember Dom. You said something like, "Well, if that's how it works, how come there are bullies at all at the school?" I think it's something like they only care about the specific rules that there are, like on the book. Yeah. And I guess, you know, bullying isn't against the rules. They did say in the episode that that's new ever yeah, since Luz came in. Yeah, it's ever banned. since Luz came in. So I guess it's going to take some time mm. for kids to get used to them, not be mean. One more thing to mention is like, I'm wondering how old Ida is and if Lilith and her are like twins. If Lilith just aged more gracefully or like the curse makes. Are they twins? No, I said I wonder I, if they are. I, I think they are. I headcanon their twins just because they look alike so much. They at least were in school at the same time. So yeah. it's like, I think the curse like just makes Edith braille or something. Like, that's why oh, she looks so yeah. much older. Well, we older. know that it affects her hair because... Yeah. She's got orange well, hair. Well, I said that in the other episode. But she always mentions being old and her bones and all that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so it probably affects her like that way too. We got to see baby Ida. Yeah, I like her on we the two bugs <laughs> with her little Ida. cat face. She's so cute. Oh my god. I'm so happy. I can't believe they fed us like this. For some reason, I thought she always looked like she does. Like, I didn't imagine that that young Ida mm. would look more human and have red right. hair, for example, and look like mm. one of the other kids at the school. Um, Lilith barely does herself. She looks kind of a bit like Ida. I wonder what yellow is. So Ida here is wearing yellow. I wonder what her track is. Uh, she, I mean, she never joined a coven, so does that mean she... No, like, I don't Do you think have to the... join a coven to be in the class? No, no. I think you you are just in a track. Because there's no abomination coven, but... Yeah, there um, is. Isn't there? Is there? Isn't that a main... Yeah, well, I think that the like main nine tracks are the same as the not main nine covens, I think. To Amity and Willow wear. So Amity wears purple, which is abomination. And what did Willow wear in the first episode she was in? Did she wear purple as well, or did it she wear It was purple green? too, and then it changed to green at the end of the episode when she switched to plant track. The point I think I was making about the like rules and stuff is that maybe the lore is a little bit more cohesive than I thought it was after rewatching the first episode, and I was like, well, this conformatorium thing, you know, conforming is in a big mm-hmm. deal later, and it's also it's not really, but like. You know, maybe it kind of is. That's like a theme that's running through. With like the covens and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Just not as much on the nose as it was in the first Mm. episode. Yeah, I'm interested to know when when she was cursed, because she seems pretty uncursed in those. So, yeah. Yeah. I wonder when she was cursed. Ooh. Let's watch and find out. Okay, I'm turning this off. Okay. No, wait, 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 we, we didn't oh, give our oh, ratings. No. Oh, yeah, ratings. Oh, yeah, okay. Have you turned it off, off. Chad? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> okay, good. All right, uh, let's do Tipsy first. Crap. I'm giving it a 7 out of 10 because I really like looking at Ida's backstory in the episode and the shenanigans and having to wash graffiti. I thought that was quite delightful, so I thought it was serviceable. 7 out of 10. Uh, Chan? 7.5. Tulip? I'm going to go with a 7 as well. I, uh, oh wait, no, crown first. I will also do 7.5. Yeah. <laughs> We're in the 7.5 coven. <laughs> I'm giving it a high 8. 
I really enjoyed the jokes. I think the jokes really was on point this whole episode. Was laughing the whole time. Yeah, it was funny. Now I'm turning it off. Wait, wait. I also I just want to mention that there was a poster for Grom in the background. I saw that. That's a surprise tool that'll help us later, right? Yeah, it is. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. How do you know that? You, you're what? not caught up. Because I freak, because it's the only thing I see on social media right now. Oh, okay, next episode. Grom. What's Grom? <laughs> okay. okay, never mind. I'm, I'm stopping the recording. Bye. All right, bye. Who's Grom? Thank you so much for listening. Please stay tuned for other podcasts coming very soon. If you're enjoying this series, please leave a review for it. We'd love to know what you think. Check this episode's description to find where you can follow my friends and I. Consider subscribing to my YouTube channel, Crowned Cryptid, where I do video reviews of cartoons, and I upload these podcasts early there as well. Have a nice day!